You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks, Nathan. We're here for Bing Lee, Better Living Every Day. Now, we've just been talking about the Australian top order in the test team, but a real theme of the morning has been talking about helicopters, the BBL, what's going to happen for the final series, and who better to talk to than the Sydney Thunder's middle order man. It's Alex Ross, who's on the line at the moment. Rossi, good morning. Morning, Coach. How guys are you going? Yeah, we're going well, mate. Uh, Mike, first question to you. It's a big topic of the morning. Uh, are you going to not hang in Sydney in the morning on Friday and drive to the Hunter so you can be on the chopper into the SCG <laughs> precinct? What is going on here? Uh, the chopper might cost more than my entire contract, Coach, <laughs> as a middle-order player and a, and a grinder through the middle. So um, if, if there's a spare seat, uh, I do like my wine too, so... Might head up there and uh, and have a couple before coming in for the game. Um, <laughs> I haven't I haven't heard anything about uh, Davy coming in yet, so um, I'm uh, I'm I'm sure I'll be as aware as everyone else is in the media uh, as to when he's in or not. Yeah, well, hopefully he is. Uh, he was. It was supposed to be landing on Allianz. He's actually going to go straight into the SCG. So that's the plan at this point. <laughs> oh it's going to be. A, I know it's going to be a very tight turnaround. <laughs> but but in all seriousness, it, is, it does show a pretty big commitment to the BBL, doesn't it? Particularly where unfortunately you can't make the finals. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, wouldn't that just be an amazing skeptical, um, an amazing thing to see? Uh, to see Daisy fly in the chopper before the game, I think it would, you know, it'd probably make world headlines around cricket, and be it would be great for the competition. So it'd be awesome to see, and and he does love this competition. So um, it would be great to see him in. And and what we've seen in the last couple of games with the Australian Test players flying back is how much they add to this competition. So fingers crossed for us, it does happen, and I <laughs> I would love to see it. You, you might see me laughing uh, the whole way through. So it'd be. It would be pretty hilarious. We we had Mitch from Sportsbet on earlier. We've been talking all week about niche markets for the Super Bowl and things <laughs> like that with the Gatorade colour. I was on Mitch this morning to get a market up for the time of arrival of the helicopter into the SCG. Uh, there's going to be plenty of interest around it. But speaking of interest, the Sydney Smash Friday night, Sixers v Thunder at the SCG, it sounds like it's going to be a sellout. Uh, it, it must be amazing to see the crowds that are streaming back through the gates this year, yeah, just incredible, coach. I mean, we've we've seen uh, we've actually played in front of uh, two sellouts now. One at our home ground for the other Sydney Smash, and then one in uh, the Gabba against uh, the Brisbane Heat. So it's it is amazing to be playing in front of these crowds, especially just as domestic cricketers. It's it's really special and something that everyone really looks forward to. You walk out with a extra spring in your step, and um, it's it's great to see the health of the competition 
um, coming back to where it was really flourishing a couple of years ago. I mean, you can't make, as I mentioned before, you can't make the the finals, but how much does this spectacle kind of, I guess, give you a little bit more to play for when you are in in that position? And also to have the stars back, to have Warner and Smith, like it is a pretty spectacular game. How much does it lift you for it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you want to be playing against the best players in the world. So whether you, you... you know, people say, oh, well, do you want Smith in the side? Well, absolutely. That's that's the side we want to play against is is the best we can. So um, we're really excited for the challenge. And we are still actually a mathematical challenge, a uh, mathematical chance of making finals. So oh, I, um, I think we need every single game to go our way. But uh, folks would know we've got uh, Dan Christian in our lineup. His nickname's actually Siri. So he yeah. came through with uh, a, an equation where we still make the final. Um, do you which, have the yeah. equation? What's the equa- I mean, I'm sort of putting you on the spot here. What's the equation? <laughs> well, last night's game didn't matter. Um, okay. I think that the rest of the scorches and heat games don't matter. Okay. Um, and then basically we need... It, it will end up um, fourth equal with the strikers on nine points um, and then need to beat them on net run rate. Um, okay, so what you're telling so that, us that, is... That would- Friday night at the G, you'd need to knock off the sixes. And when you're talking net run rate for the uninitiated, that's mm. like the margin of victory, runs scored, wickets lost, all of that. So what you're telling me is when you bat on Friday night, you're going to be trying to hit every ball for six. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's what we've been trying to do most of the year. It just hasn't quite been so successful <laughs> so far. Um, like, like all the best coaches say, just hit every ball for six but don't get out. Um, that's been the plan. <laughs> hey, just talk to us about, we've mentioned Steve Smith uh, in the BBL context, but you're a cricket lover. I know you commentate the Sheffield Shield. You've seen domestic cricket for a long time. Uh, you know, question without notice here on the Australian scenario. Uh, do you think Steve Smith opening the batting, uh, Cameron Green into the lineup at number four, there's been a lot of conjecture around you know, a slap in the face to the Shield and stuff like that. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, I've got a, a couple of opinions. I, I agree with the comments about Steve Smith being an absolute genius. I think him going to open the batting, he, he's every chance of being, you know, the best opener in the world within 12 months. Someone said that the other day. But at the same time, Coates, I think I'm a little bit disappointed for what Sheffield Shield cricket means now. Um, that would be my personal opinion. Um, just from the, from the point of view, guys have worked so hard and, um, if that's not necessarily rewarded, I'm, I'm then nervous about, you know, look at someone like Jake Fraser-McGurk, who you know, has made Shield 100 this year. He's, he's a wonderful talent for Australia. We've all seen that. Um, what's stopping him now going, well, if Shield cricket selection doesn't matter um, to being picked for Australia, then why would I continue to, you know, apply my craft there? I might as well go and play the white ball stuff, mm. which is a lot more lucrative. The carrot is hanging right in front of his face, I'm sure, at the moment after the big bash he's had. And then if I go and do that, then... You know, chances are I'm in the best six batters in the country at some point. Um, I'll just come back and play test cricket then. Um, so that, that, that's my concern with how it all played out um, without, you know, rewarding the, the hard work that, a, um, you know, a Cameron Bancroft, a Matt Renshaw, you know, Marcus Harris has, has put in the work to be selected in that spot, which is obviously, you know, it's been two or three years that they've been talking about that opening spot coming up too. Um, so that's probably my personal opinion on it. Um, Obviously, play with with bangers too. I threw an arm around him yesterday, but uh, I'll let him tell his sort of side of the story when, when he does to the media. What and what is? I know you don't want to um, give his um, opinion on it, but uh, you said you threw an arm around him. How was he to you? And what kind of person 
is he for those of us who don't have an up close dealing with him? Yeah, I mean, he was he was bitterly disappointed. Um, I don't think that'd be any shock. I mean, he's yeah. put in the hard work. He's, he's, his his numbers speak for themselves over the last couple of years. Anyone that's played um, with or against him in Shield cricket knows how good a player he is. He just he just can't seem to get him out. He makes runs against every team at, at every location. So. Um, yeah, as I said, he, he's very disappointed. Um, and then, to be honest, the, the what, what he did is he just went and hit balls for mm-hmm. three hours and um, and did some sprinting training. Um, so that's the kind of player Cameron Bancroft is. Yeah, back um, to his craft. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised yeah, exactly. at all. And you mentioned domestic cricket. I said off the top today that if you're asking me who's the hardest bloke to get out in Sheffield Shield cricket with a new ball, it's it's Cameron Bancroft. And and yep. Marcus Harris is right there in that equation. Um, so there's a lot of guys. You could argue that Marcus Harris too has been the best person to be ready to go for some time, but because he's then not played a lot of cricket whilst carrying the drinks for Australia, hasn't had the same opportunity. Cameron Green, I guess, hasn't played much Shield cricket this year because he's been playing World Cups and things like that. It's a, It's a tricky scenario, isn't it, Rossi? Yeah, it's a tough one. And and like I said right at the top of this conversation, I still think what they're doing isn't necessarily the wrong thing. I just think it's difficult when you don't reward um, the shield for, for, the, for the hard work that people put in. You know, Steve Smith's going to go up the top of the order if that's what happens. And he's going to be incredible, I think. Um, and then, you know, we all know how good Cameron Green is too. And his record at number four for WA is something like average of 65 across, you know, 20-odd games as a 20, you know, 21 through 23-year-old. Is an absolute joke. So, um, yeah, I can see exactly what they're doing. I think it'll actually be successful. I just fear for the health of domestic competitions when test cricket at the moment, um, we've seen all the news around the South African stuff and how White Ball's taking over and, and, you know, how many lucrative contracts are out there for T20 players. Um, yeah, that, that's my fear. It's one of those things, yeah. It's a good point, Rossi, and I, I love it, your opinions that you're happy to give on the fielding mic throughout mm. games, and so kudos to you for that. Um, it, it's a tough one because the other thing is it's also your job to be doing that. It, it's your job to be churning out runs, and it's not you, you're not owed a position in the Australian cricket team. It, it, there are times, and particularly in, you know, I'm sure you're like me, the nostalgic moments of watching the invincible Australian cricket team winning 16 tests in a row and things like that, there was probably 10 blokes averaging 60 in domestic cricket that couldn't get a game. And it, and it wasn't to say that they were no good or couldn't do it, but it was just absolutely that you've got to replace someone in the team. But very few people do any job in life not wanting a promotion. Uh, exactly right. And he's got every right to be disappointed and upset. Mm. And, and it's nothing about that, but uh, it's tough picking cricket teams. Uh, Rossi, more importantly, you've got the Sydney Smash coming up. Friday night, Sixers v. The Thunder. And as you told us, mate, mathematical chance of making the finals. So how about you go and make that happen, eh? Good luck. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Thanks for having me on again, guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, look forward to seeing everyone out uh, at the City Smash. Can't Thank wait you to, very much. Can't Sean. wait to see the helicopter land there yeah. before five o'clock. Get <laughs> me us, too. Get us some video footage of that, will you? Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a front row seat. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Good on you, Rossi. <laughs>